Faith for Today with Colin Urquhart and Julia Fisher. We're learning from you this week, Colin, how to have a positive faith attitude to everything that life brings across our path. And really listening to you over these past few days, we've talked about how God accepts us through the death of Jesus because of what Jesus has done. We've talked about the kingdom, his kingly rule in our lives. We've talked yesterday about using the authority that he's given to us. God's done everything for us, hasn't he, really? He's done everything for us in Christ. Um, What is there left for us to do? To believe him. See, the work of God is this, Jesus said, to believe in the one he has sent, to believe in Jesus. And when we believe in Jesus, then he can work through us. So, you know, there's much we have to do to exercise that faith. As James says in his letter, um, that if we have faith, then we will produce the works of faith. So there are works that we have to perform, but they're the works that are the product of faith. And what we've been seeing in in this series of programs is that faith is the common denominator in the New Testament, that faith is associated with, with every other aspect of our lives. We've talked already about faith and acceptance, faith and love, um, faith in the kingdom, faith and authority. Every, every, everything, you see, comes out of our faith relationship with Jesus Christ. Now, in the New Testament, the word power is linked very closely with the word authority. The interesting thing is that there were far more comments about Jesus' authority than there were about his power, as we have recorded in the Gospels. Everybody was impressed with the authority that he had. Even his opponents said, who gave you this authority? Where did you get your authority from? And the crowds of people said, here is a new teaching and with authority. People recognized that Jesus functioned at a total different level of authority than all the other teachers that they were used to listening to. Now, as we read uh, the Gospels, we are immediately impacted by the power. And uh, we see this power evidenced in the healings that Jesus performed over a whole variety of major sicknesses, even people that were born blind and born with deformities. Uh, We see his authority in raising the dead, the power of God to raise the dead, such as Lazarus was restored to life. We see that Jesus had the power over natural phenomena. So he walked on the water. He stilled the storm. He could feed a multitude of 5,000 men plus the women and children all with a boy's picnic of five buns and a couple of small fish. We, We see, in other words, that Jesus lived continually in his ministry in the evidence of God's supernatural power. Now, it is also apparent 
that the thing that that marked Jesus off from even his own disciples is that the power of God was always evidenced in his life because that is what he expected. So you will see there are many situations in the Gospels where even his own disciples were full of doubt and unbelief, but Jesus was full of faith. You see this in the raising of Lazarus. Even when he said, remove the stone, what was the attitude? Lord, he's been dead for four days. There'd be a terrible smell. That's not exactly faith, is it? But Jesus knew already what was going to happen, and he prayed, Father, I thank you that you've heard me, and I know that you always hear me. And you see, he taught us to pray like that. He said, whatever you ask in prayer, believe that you have received it, and it will be yours. That's the kind of faith that Jesus had. He believed that uh, what was going to happen was going to happen. In other words, he saw it with the eyes of faith before the event took place. And that's what God is teaching us to do, not to look at our circumstances and be full of fear and doubt and a sense of total inadequacy before all the problems, but he's saying, I want you to see your circumstances, to see your situation as I see it. In other words, resolved, I want you to see the answer, whether it's sickness, whether it's provision, whether it's opposition, persecution, whatever it might be, I want you to have my mindset uh, in the middle of that situation. And you see, Jesus always had a positive mindset. He looked at the problem and he saw the answer. He didn't look at the problem and say, my goodness, what a big problem. How on earth is this ever going to change? What can I do in this situation? He saw the answer. Now, A people of faith see what God sees. Faith is seeing. You see in your spirit. You you know what God is going to do. Faith is being sure of what we hope for and certain of what we do not see. It's being sure and certain. So when you pray, when you address a situation, you have that assurance within you as to what God is going to do because you're exercising authority in the name of Jesus. You are going to see the power of God released into that particular set of circumstances. I'm sure you're talking so much out of experience now, Colin. You've seen this happen time and time again. I have to live like this every day of my life. Uh, I mean, I couldn't exercise the kind of ministry that God's called me to unless I did. But I'm teaching people all the time, those around me in Kingdom Faith, uh, those who come to our our Bible college, our training college, uh, teaching them to be men and women of faith, who can learn to look at their circumstances in this way. And so, of course, it's a complete revolution in their thinking from when they come as students. And and you'd be surprised how quickly they begin to change and to transform and to have these positive attitudes uh, because negative attitudes accomplish nothing. Negative attitudes just add to the problem. They never solve the problem. Um, If you look at your situation and say, my goodness, what a big problem, you now have two problems. You have the circumstances and you have your own thought life, which thinks that it's so big a problem that it's almost unresolvable. So God wants us 
right from the outset to have a positive attitude, not the power of positive thinking, but the power of positive believing, because we see what God is able to do. And you see, this is what Jesus always did. He brought the supernatural into the natural. And this, this is our great privilege as, as those who, who believe. After all, God lives in us, doesn't he, by the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is God. If you have received the Holy Spirit, God lives in you. Now, is God natural or supernatural? Well, clearly he's supernatural. And Jesus said to the disciples, you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. So if you have received the Holy Spirit, the supernatural power of God is in you. So what does God want you to do every day of your life? Well, you've got your own natural abilities that you have as a human being, but you also have the supernatural power of God that is within you. Now, isn't it more sensible to tap into that supernatural power, to use that supernatural power, than to depend upon your own natural circumstances? And this is why prayer is so important, because prayer taps into the supernatural power of God. Now, if people realize that, they would pray. You wouldn't need to encourage them to pray. You wouldn't need to tell them to pray. Uh, you wouldn't actually have to do very much to teach them to pray. They would soon learn simply because they had this positive faith attitude, well, I can see the power of God, the supernatural power of God released into this situation because the supernatural power of God is in me, which is why the scripture says, pray at all times in the spirit. Why? Because if you pray at all times in the spirit, you pray at all times with the supernatural power of God. Prayer releases that supernatural power. We were talking earlier in the week about speaking to mountains and commanding them to move. Why do those mountains of need get removed? Because when you speak to them in the name of Jesus, when you speak to them in the power of the Spirit, you speak to them in the supernatural power of God. And so the supernatural power of God gets released into those circumstances and then everything changes. It's this, you see, that makes prayer exciting. Prayer should never be boring. Prayer meetings should never be boring. If a prayer meeting is simply people praying prayers and going over the same routine again and again and again, I can tell you one thing for certain. There's not much of the Holy Spirit around in what is taking place. Because where the Spirit of God is involved, where the Spirit of God is released, even when we pray, the power of God is released. You have a group of people that come together and truly pray in the Spirit, and very powerful things are going to happen as a result of their prayer in the lives of those for whom they pray. So it's very important that we obey the Scripture, that we submit ourselves to the authority of God's Word, and we say, right, I'm going to pray at all times in the Spirit. I'm going to believe that whenever I pray, no matter what the situation, no matter what the circumstances, the supernatural power of God is going to get released into those circumstances. And that is what is going to produce the fruit, and that is what is going to glorify the Father. You've been listening to Faith for Today, presented by Julia Fisher. This program is sponsored by Kingdom Faith. For further information, visit our website, kingdomfaith.com. 